Hello priatelia, hello friends, welcome to the podcast Learn Slovak and More. This show is about learning Slovak language, Slovak culture, traditions and everything in between. I am your host Božena, a native of Slovakia, Slovak language teacher and unshakable optimist dedicated to helping you learn Slovak language at your best. This is season one and episode 20. In the last episode, I told you about the traditions and customs on name day of Katarina in Slovakia. Today, I'm going to tell you about the customs and traditions that were held on Andres or Andrew's name in Slovakia. In the Slovak lesson, you will learn how to conjugate more Slovak verbs in the present tense and how to use them in short sentences. At the end of my episode, you will find my story about two sisters on St. Andrew's Eve. This time it is for intermediate learners, but everyone can listen to it to practice their listening skills. Tak čo poviete? I say, poďme na to. Let's go after it. Poďme na to. Hello a vítajte. Hello and welcome again. I'm so glad to have you here. If this is the first time that you are here and you are new to learning Slovak language, I recommend starting with the trailer episode so you can build up your vocabulary. Please click the button subscribe or follow in your app podcast and later leave a review about the part you enjoyed the most. I appreciate your feedback a lot. Moving on. In the last episode, I talked about St. Catherine. I discussed the traditions and custom on the name day of Katarina in Slovakia. Today is all about Andrew or Andre in Slovak. St. Andrew holiday falls on November 30. Churches mark this day as the beginning of the new church year. This date is usually included in the period of Advent, but sometimes it happens that Advent does not begin until after November 30th. I have to confess, growing up in communist Czechoslovakia, where religion was not openly practiced, I knew nothing about St. Andrew. So I Google him, and here is what I have found. Andrew was a fisherman and a disciple of John the Baptist before becoming an apostle of Jesus. Andrew was one of the first to understand that Jesus was the Messiah and shared this new with his brother Simon Peter. After the death of Christ, he began missionary work. He traveled all over the world, spreading the teachings of Christ and converting people to Christianity. One day... In the capital of Achaia, on the Peloponnese, he was asked for help by a woman who later converted to Christianity. Unfortunately for him, the woman's husband was none other than the Roman governor of Aegis, who got angry when he found out about his wife becoming Christian. He had Andrew arrested and crucified on the cross in the form of the letter X. He was not nailed, but tied up with a rope and was dying on the cross for three days. He was buried in Patra. St. Andrew is the patron of brides, fishermen, miners and butchers. Fun fact. Did you know that St. Andrew is also the patron saint of some countries? These countries are Russia, Greece, Italy or precisely some regions in Italy. 
and Scotland. According to one legend, in 832, the Scottish army led by King Angus fought against the army of Northumbria led by King Athelstan. Angus prayed to St. Andrew for help, and as a sign of his protection, a bright white cloud appeared in the sky in the shape of the St. Andrew's cross. The Scots won the battle, and the Andrew's cross became their symbol. Later, this cross also reached the flag of Great Britain. All right, let's get to our Slovak lesson. Then I will tell you about Slovak traditions and customs on Andrej's day. Last time, we started with conjugation of Slovak verbs in the present tense. Today, we are going to conjugate more verbs and use them in short sentences. Just reminding you that the present tense of Slovak verbs is formed from the infinitive of the verb by dropping the infinitive ending ch and adding an appropriate ending for the subject. Počúvajte a zopakujte. Robiť, meaning to do, to make, to work. Yes, one word in Slovak, three different words in English. Počúvajte a zopakujte. Robiť. One more time, robiť. Singular, the first person, robím, meaning I do, I make, I work. Repeat, robím. One more time, robím. Second person, robíš, meaning you do. Repeat, robíš. One more time, robíš. Plural, the first person, robíme. We do, we make, we work. Repeat, robíme. One more time, robíme. The second person, plural, robíte, meaning you do. Repeat, robíte. One more time, robíte. The third person, robia, meaning they do. Repeat, robia. One more time. Robia. All right, so you got an idea how we do the singular, the first, the second, and the third person in singular. Then we do plural, the first, the second, and the third person in plural. We say all this together. It's easy and it will go a little bit faster. So the next verb is varit, meaning to cook. Repeat, varit. One more time, varit. Singular, varím, varíš, varí, meaning I cook, you cook, he, she, it cooks. Repeat, varím, varíš, varí. One more time, varím, varíš, varí. Plural, varíme, varíte, varia. Meaning, we cook, you cook, they cook. Repeat, varíme, varíte, varia. One more time. Varíme, varíte, varia. The next verb. Hovoriť, meaning to speak, to talk. Repeat, hovoriť. One more time, hovoriť. Singular, 
hovorím, hovoríš, hovorí. Meaning, I speak, you speak, he, she, it speaks. Repeat, hovorím, hovoríš, hovorí. One more time. Hovorím, hovoríš, hovorí. Plural. Hovoríme, hovoríte, hovoria. Meaning, we speak, you speak, they speak. Repeat. Hovoríme, hovoríte, hovoria. One more time. Hovoríme, hovoríte, hovoria. Okay, let's take one of the modal verbs. Musieť, meaning must or have to. Repeat, musieť. One more time. Musieť. And singular is... Musím, musíš, musí, meaning I must, you must, he, she, it, must. Repeat, musím, musíš, musí. One more time. Musím, musíš, musí. Plural, musíme. Musíte, musia, meaning we must, you must, they must. Repeat, musíme, musíte, musia. One more time, musíme, musíte, musia. All right, today's practice sentences are in the first and the second person singular. Please pay attention to the endings of the verbs. I like to put sentences together in a little dialogue so you would have some context to it. Počúvajte a zopakujte. Number one. Čo robíš? Meaning, what are you doing? Repeat. Čo robíš? One more time. Čo robíš? Number two, varím, meaning I'm cooking. Repeat, varím. One more time, varím. Number three, čo varíš, meaning what are you cooking? Repeat, čo varíš. One more time, čo varíš. Number four. Varím obed, meaning I'm cooking lunch. Repeat, varím obed. One more time, varím obed. Potrebujem pomoc, meaning I need help. Repeat, potrebujem pomoc. One more time, potrebujem pomoc. Number five, ja nemám čas, meaning I don't have any time. Repeat, ja nemám čas. 
One more time. Ja nemam čas. Number six. Prečo? Čo robíš? Meaning, why? What are you doing? Repeat. Prečo? Čo robíš? One more time. Prečo? Čo robíš? Number seven. Čítam. Meaning, I'm reading. Repeat. Čítam. One more time. Čítam. Number eight. Musíš čítať teraz? Meaning, do you have to read now? Repeat. Musíš čítať teraz? One more time. Musíš čítať teraz? Number nine. Áno, musím. Meaning, yes, I have to. Repeat. Áno, musím. One more time. Áno, musím. Zajtra mám test. Meaning, tomorrow I have a test. Repeat. Zajtra mám test. One more time. Zajtra mám test. Number 10. Aha. Musíš študovať, meaning, oh, you have to study. Repeat. Aha, musíš študovať. One more time. Aha, musíš študovať. Tak choď, meaning, well, go. Repeat. Tak choď. One more time. Tak choď. Okay, that's good for today. Please practice these sentences out loud. If you have a problem to repeat it out loud, go to my notes from the episode. There you will find all these sentences under the section Slovak lesson. Copy the sentences, practice reading them out loud and try to remember them. I wish you happy learning. Andrew's day in Slovakia is full of old prognosis. According to one, the weather on the day could predict the weather for the whole winter. The abundance of the harvest in the next season could be also predicted according to the amount of snow. It was also said that if snow falls on Andrew, it will lie on the ground for a long time and only on Gregor, March 12th, it would run into the streams. St. Andrew's night was considered magical. As it was another day of the witches, it was believed that ghosts and demons could be awakened in the darkness of the night. Therefore, various protective ceremonies and rituals were performed. In the evening, people would eat garlic to prevent anything bad that could happen to them. They would also draw crosses with the garlic on the door. In the past, Along with Christmas Day, it was one of the most important holidays in terms of magic and fortune-telling. All outside work had to be completed before dusk, otherwise devils and witches would visit the farm. 
It was also forbidden to sit around on St. Andrew's Day. Some people, especially shepherds, believe that by being up on their feet all day, they would prevent a wolf wandering around their sheep. Since this day of St. Andrew was considered one of the most important fortune-telling days, it was said that what a person dreamt of during the St. Andrew's night would come true. Most divination had one thing in common, namely, the girls tried to find out whom and when they would marry. Remember that Andrew is also the patron saint of brides. The prophecies were based on the idea that the destiny of a human is determined at birth and that every woman has a man given to her by destiny. Customs were different across different parts of Slovakia. In my region, that is Zemplin region, Girls would cook pirohi, or pierogi, as they call them here in America, in which little tickets with male names were hidden. When the pirohi were cooked and came to the surface, girls would take turns to scoop one out, open it, and reveal the name of their future husband. An empty ticket meant that the girls still had to wait for marriage for another year. In other regions, girls threw a shoe over their shoulders. If the heel of the shoe was facing the door, the girl would not get married and had to wait for the next year. If the toe box of the shoe was facing the door, the girl would get married within a year. At midnight, the girls used to walk on a chicken coop. If the rooster sounded first, that meant there was to be a wedding within a year. If the hen sounded first, the wedding wasn't to take place for some years. In another regions, Girls would go out and shake fences. They would recite, Fans, fans, I'm shaking you. St. Andrew, please let me know tonight who I will be standing at the altar with. In Slovak it rhymes. Počúvajte, listen. Plotie, plotie, trasiem ťa. Sveti Andrej, prosím ťa. Daj mi tejto noci znať, s kým ja budem pri oltári stáť. During the shaking, they believed that whichever side the girl heard a dog barking from, she would marry to that side of the village. But the most famous tradition on St. Andrews, one that was in almost all of the regions of Slovakia, was lead casting. This practice was used to find out the profession of the future husband. Molten lead was poured over the bow of a large key directly into the cold water while a girl recited, Andrew, Andrew, I am pouring lead on you. Let me know who will be my husband. In Slovak, Ondreju, Ondreju, na teba olovoleju, daj mi znať, koho budem muža mať. This method required good imagination. According to the cast shape, they predicted not only the employment of the future husband, but also his physical features and whether there would be a wedding or baptism. For example, if the lead shape resembled a rifle, the future husband would be a soldier. If a flower, he would be a gardener. If it resembled a loaf of bread, he would be a baker, and so on. My beloved grandmother Maria had yet another tradition that was practiced in her family when she was growing up. She had me write 12 tickets with names of 10 different boys that I knew, one ticket with the name of someone unknown, and one ticket, the 12 tickets, remained empty. 
Then I had to put it under my pillow and every morning take one out and without looking the name up on it, I had to destroy it. On the 12th day, I would unfold the last ticket and learn the name of my future husband. If the last ticket had no name on it, it meant that I had to wait another year to discover my future husband's name. Too bad I don't remember any names from those prophecies, so I cannot tell you if they came through. I have a story for you about two sisters who were trying to find out something about their future, so stay tuned in. This story is in Slovak and has a lot of verbs in the present tense. Listen carefully to see how many you can understand. Dve sestry a zvyky na Ondreja Niekde vo svete je svetadiel Európa. Niekde v Európe je krajina Slovensko. Niekde na Slovensku je malá dedina. V tej dedine žije jedna dobrá žena. Tá žena má dve céry. Staršia céra sa volá Helena. Mladšia céra je Anna. Obidve dievčatá sa tešia na sviatok Ondreja. Noc na svetého Ondreja má čarovnú moc. Dve sestry chcú veštiť mená svojich budúcich manželov. Svetý Ondrej je patrónom neviest a dievčata dúfajú, že sa dozvedia, či sa skoro vydajú. Len čo vonku padne noc, Helena povie. Ana, poďme házať topánkov. Špica ku dverám a peta od dverí do izby predpovedá svadbu. Dobre povie Anna a už si vyzúva jednu topánku. Počkaj, ja prvá som staršia, povie Helena. Vizuje si topánku, otočí sa chrbtom ku dverám a hodí topánku ponad svoje plece ku dverám. Teraz ty, prikáže svojej sestre Anne. Anna tiež hodí jednu topánku ponad plece ku dverám. Potom sa obidve rozbehnú ku dverám. Pozri, špica mojej topánky je ku dverám a peta do izby. Ja sa do roka vydám, nadšenie kričí Helena. A ja nie, povie smutne Anna. Jej topánka je otočená špicou do izby a petou ku dverám. To nič, nebuď smutná, poďme variť pyrohy. Dievčatá miesia cesto. Potom to cesto pokrájajú a každá zalepí do jedného pyroha lístov s menom jej frajera. Keď voda vrie, hodia pyrohy do vody a čakajú, ktorej pyroh vypláva na povrch. To je môj pyroh, kričí zase Helena a Varecho vyberá pyroh z vody. Ja ten môj nevidím, povie Anna. Helena ju nepočúva a beží von z izby. Donesiem olovo a kľúč, ty priprav studenú vodu. Rozkazuje Anne. Anna si vzdychne a donesie veľkú nádobu so studenou vodou. Potom zapáli sviečku. Obidve sestry držia nad sviečkou svoje lyžice s kúskom olova. Potom lejú olovo do studenej vody a recitujú. Ondreju, Ondreju, na teba olovo leju. Daj mi znať, koho budem muža mať. Čo je to? Pýta sa Helena, keď nemôže nič vyčítať z podoby olova. Neviem, je to veľmi čudné, povie Anna. To nič, poďme vonku ploty triasť a z ktorej strany sa pes ozve, na tú stranu sa vydáme, povie Helena a uteká ku dverám. Mne sa už nechce veštiť, 
smutne hovorí Anna. Tak aspoň pod so mnou, prosím, bojím sa sama vonku, prosí Helena. No dobre, súhlasí Anna a idú von. Helena trasie plotom a recituje. Plote, plote, trasiem ťa, svetý Ondrej, prosím ťa, daj mi tejto noci znať, s kým ja budem pri oltári stáť. Potom počúva, či niekde pes nebreše. Vidíš, nič, povie Anna. Buď ticho, myslím, že niečo počujem z horného konca, zašepká Helena. A vy tu dve čo robíte? Počujú hlas za sebou. To je ich mama. Trasieme ploty, povie Helena a Anna dodá. Ale nič nám nevychádza. To znamená, že to musíte skúsiť na druhý rok, smeje sa ich mama. A teraz potednú, aby ste neprechladli. Helena a Anna pomaly kráčajú do domu. Veď sú to len také povedačky, povie Anna. Nie sú, povie Helena. Susedová Mara si veštila minulý rok a všetko sa jej splnilo. Dobre, skúsime to zase na druhý rok, povie Anna a Helena sa tajomne usmieva. OK, to je všetko pre dnešok. That is all for today. I recommend that you listen to the Slovak lessons a couple of times to reinforce the learning of the language. You know, if you download the podcast episode, you can go back to them as many times as you need. If you have any questions, send it to my email hello at boženaslovak.com. Also, check my Instagram boženaslovak where I'm posting the pictures of what I am talking about on my podcast. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I am grateful that you listened to the end of this episode. I will be back next week with more. Check out the notes about my podcast. And please, tell everyone about this podcast so they can enjoy it too. Thank you. And until I hear from you again, ciao. Ďakujem a do počutia.